Money Matters on Future Radio, supported by the Aviva Foundation. Uh, this is the Money Matters show, bringing you money management tips, skills and information about local services, supported by the Aviva Foundation. Uh, we do it weekly, bringing you guidance and information on managing your money and the local services in Norwich that are here to help. And we have plenty of expert guests. And on the line, of course, as uh, we speak to him very often, it's George Hemstock, uh, local director of HSBC. And uh, today we're going to talk about uh, pensions and uh, how we can save money now for later life and why it's so important. So, uh, Good afternoon, George. How are you? Hey, yeah, really well, thank you. And thanks for inviting me back. I'm, I'm really enjoying coming on regularly and, um, yeah, really pleased to be here today and, and talking about pensions. It's always good to talk to you and you're all, all, always a, uh, a font of knowledge and information. So uh, uh, let, let's talk about pensions um, because, uh, I mean, a lot of people are struggling at the moment, but it's still important if you're able to to uh, save for your retirement um, and uh, you know I think uh, as you said uh, previously George you know but we're, we're all living longer and many people are hoping to have a long uh, retirement but you don't want a retirement in poverty so uh, it's important to plan for it so um, let's just talk about that uh, so um, let's talk about um, how much we should be paying into our pensions yeah great question so look Sometimes when I come on this show, I can give you factual information and it's it's really simple. This is what you should all do. I guess with pensions, it's perhaps a bit more complicated. Maybe that sometimes puts people off a little bit. Um, and sometimes with pensions, it, it's more about you know getting advice that's specific to you. However, whoever you are, whatever your situation, there's a really old adage that you, you may have heard before. You know, when people say, how much should I pay in? The, the answer is normally paying as much as you can and as soon as you can. Now, obviously, that's really easy to say. And I've got lots of pulls on my finances at the moment, you know, my pension being one mm. of them. But, you know, putting food on the table and mm. petroling the car bit being another. But, but I guess just to unpack the, the, the two parts of that of that adage. So as much as you can, you know, obviously not to the extent where, you know, we can't afford to put food on the table. Right. But we've talked in the past about our needs and our wants and, and, and the things we have to spend money on, the things we want to spend money on. And and very much there, what we're trying to say is when you're considering putting your food on the table and paying your electricity bill, you, you've got to do that. When you're then thinking about the things you want, whether it's your holiday, spending a bit of money on a takeaway, um, putting a little bit of money towards, uh, I don't know, saving for that new computer, whatever, your pension should be part of, absolutely part of that. And I would say it goes even one step further that you know, your future self is going to thank you if you save for your pension. Um, the, the other part of it about as soon as you can is also really, really important. And a lot of people fall into the trap of thinking they'll start paying to their pension later. And of course, it's better to pay in later than never. But the point about your pension is that money gets invested. And the longer it's in that pot for and working hard for you, the more money it can make for you. So even if you can only put a little bit in today and then maybe you hope to pay a bit more in tomorrow it's better to pay that little bit in today because it's then going to be working for years and years and years and doing so much more for you. So, yeah, a really simple saying, but but really, really true. Paying as much as you can afford to as soon as you can, that's what you can do to generate yourself a you know much healthier pension pot when the time comes to retire. I mean, that really does uh, ring true. I, mean, I was fortunate to be in a, 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 an occupational pension scheme, which was compulsory. Um, so I was forced 
to save and I, I can tell you uh, that back in the day when I was a lot younger and things are really really tight I was really struggling to make ends meet from time to time particularly when mortgage rates were at 15 percent uh, you know <laughs> I don't know if you remember that but uh, it was tough um, and, I, and yeah, I would if I could have done I'm sure I would have stopped paying into my pension in order to survive then um, and that would have been at a cost to me because when you're young you sort of think oh well the future will take care of itself I'm worried about the here and now but actually the future doesn't take care of itself you have to take care of it don't you yeah and you know as you said at the start i think the reality being that it's probably a bit harder now in terms of pension right we've got the yeah. cost of living crisis and you know if i put a pound in the pot every time i said cost of living crisis on the show i'll be a rich man but yeah. you know it's true and it's there and it's affecting us as you mentioned you know pensions maybe used to work differently in the past whether there was things called final um fi final salary pension schemes and things like that it, it's harder these days and the, the reality is you, you can't rely on the state pension for your income if you want to maintain the lifestyle that you've got used to during your working life. It it it, it, it won't be enough. £10,000 um, a year, I believe, George, you said to me earlier. Yeah, gi give or take, yeah, yeah. you know, £10,000 a year. And, you know, I, I think the reality is when you retire, some of your bills go down, right? That's the good news. You, If you've got a mortgage, you might hope to pay it off before you retire. You know, if you're currently having to pay to get to and from work, that, that might reduce maybe some of your expenditure on your social life might not be as much when you retire but you know you're still going to want an income you've got time that you're going to want to fill doing things that you know you've worked all your life you haven't had time to do those things you want to do it in your retirement so you know for a lot of people ten thousand wouldn't be enough uh, and absolutely not for people who who maybe rent and, and have still got to pay rent because whilst you might pay your mortgage off you, your rent is going to continue so the, the reality for most people unless you've got some sort of other you know income stream is that you're going to want to pay something into your pension so you're not just relying on that on that ten thousand pounds a year and, and and actually increasingly and we know that uh, younger people these days are unable to get onto the housing ladder and uh, are renting and are going to many of them be renting their entire life um because you get to a point where you're not so many years have passed uh, you're not going to be able to get a pen a, a mortgage should i say um to, to buy somewhere uh, even if your position improves um, so that's really, really important uh, for people to think about that because I, I don't know what the statistics are, but renting is becoming uh, the norm in certain um, for certain demographics, I think, isn't it? it? It really is. And I suppose the other thing is even if you're lucky enough and you've you know managed to buy a house, I, I don't know about you, but if I've got a family home, I've lived in it for years and then I retire and I don't have much of a pension, so I'm forced to sell the family home that I love where mm. my memories are, mm. You know, that's the only way I can fund my retirement. That that would break my heart. Mm. So, you know, this isn't just for people who are renting to pay their rental. You know, it's also so that you're not forced into maybe selling something or making a decision you really don't want to make. But, you know, you can keep hold of that family home and, and still have an income. And and I guess the reality is as well, you know, we, we're in the cost of living crisis. There you go. I've said it again. Um, and, and, you know, that isn't necessarily something that's going to go away overnight. So prices are, are often going up, you know, in, in inflation, right? So... Mm. When you're working maybe your salary will will creep up over the years but you know when, when you retire you're going to need that pension pot to keep that income coming mm. in because you, you can't go out and get a promotion when you're retired you can't go out and work you know an extra 10 hours a week to get an extra income you are you are to a certain extent reliant on on what you've got coming in um and, and as we said that state pension for most people won't be enough to sustain the lifestyle that we all hope to have in our retirement and you know we're all a lot healthier in retirement these days than we were a few decades ago so we want to be able to go on those holidays and have that social life so you know this is a really important thing to to do 
because we need to do it and hopefully because we want to do it. Now, you're right about people living longer as well, of course. Um, you know, they, if, if you go about 40, 50 years, the, 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 statistically, most people were lucky to live more than a few years after their retirement age, and many, many didn't. So, you know, the, the life expectancy has increased so much more. And, and as I said earlier, no one wants to be in poverty in their retirement and old age. They want to be enjoying life and uh, want, wants to no longer have to work. But you have to make sure, you have to take action to make sure you can do that. Um, because the state pension is yeah. is not a lot, so tell you what we'll do. We'll take we'll take a break, uh, and then we'll come back, and we're going to talk about um, what do you do if you get a pay rise, or you have some extra savings income. You know, what what do you do with those? Is it worth putting them in your uh, pension plan? And um, what's a good age or time to start thinking about pensions uh, um, in terms of if we're just starting our careers in our early 20s and also where we can get more information but we'll do that in just a moment George uh, so uh, hang fire Uh, right, so let's talk about if you get a pay rise and you have some extra savings uh, come in, so you've got a little bit of extra money, a little bit of headroom, um, is it worth investing these in your pension plan? Yeah, love it. Thank you for coming back to pensions. Could you tell how lost I was then talking about music? I'm back on, on safe ground now. <laughs> yeah, so look, um, different techniques, different ways of doing it. And I guess what I'm hoping to be able to do now over the next few minutes is, you know, in the first section we were talking about you know, you should put into your pension. It, you know, it's very much this is the right thing to do. But hopefully now we can help people understand why and incentivize why to do that. So, yes, what I've always done and a really good tip that someone once told me is, listen, I, I spend everything I've got. It's just what we do. If we mm. get a pay rise, if we earn more money, we, we spend more money, right? We're mm. just to our income. That's just human nature. So one really good technique is if you do get a bit of a pay rise, you get a promotion, you do some extra hours, is to think about, could I put a proportion of that towards paying extra into my pension? You know, before I get used to it, before I start spending it and adjust my lifestyle to it, paying a little bit extra into my pension. So that's a really good tip that someone told me. Now, in terms of, well, yes, that's all well and good, George, but how much should I pay in? Maybe I'm already paying in enough or maybe it's too late and there's no point paying in. I mean, it will depend on your individual circumstances, right? It'll depend on your tax status. It'll depend on you know whether you've got other assets, other source of income. But a really, really good rule of thumb, which is quite common knowledge. This isn't you know an HSBC thing, but as a rough idea, get your age, divide it by two. That's a rough idea of how much of your pre-tax salary you might want to pay into your pension every month. Without getting too maths about it, what that really proves is the older you get. If you want to have the same lifestyle in retirement, you're going to have to put more and more and more proportion of your salary towards that pension. So that should really, really evidence that if you're just starting out into the world of work, you're going to get your first paycheck through and you've got all this money, then is the time to start paying into your pension. Because to get that same lifestyle, you have to pay in much less as a percentage than if you start doing it when you're 30, when you're 40, when you're 50. So the sooner you start, the better. The bigger that pot grows, the more hard it can, the harder it can work for you over the next few years. Um, and then you maintain paying that percentage into your pension for your work in life. The, the later you start, the, the more you're going to have to pay in to get that same pension pot at the end. So again, the advice is start as early as you can and pay in as, as much as, as you can. Um, yeah, and, and there's different sort of different 
um, kind of things that that should really make you want to do that. Not just because we're standing here telling you to do it, but that there's reasons why you might really want to do that. So, firstly, you know, I work, I work hard, and I get taxed on that. Mm. So before I get that money in my pocket, some tax goes off. When you pay your pension, that'll come out before tax. So straight away, a little bit more goes into your pension than what your salary is reduced by. So that should be a bit of an incentive for people. And the other thing, you know, check with your employer. But my employer, if I decide to pay a bit extra into my pension, they match that and pay the same amount in as well. Now, for example, if I put 5% of my salary into my pension, my employer matches that 5%. That's actually 10% going in. So that, that really wow. is free money. And yeah. people think of a pension as this big, scary thing a long way in the distance. But in really simple terms, it's just a long-term savings account. Mm. That, you know, that, that's what it does for you. So if somebody said to you, you can open a savings account for every pound you pay in, I'll put a pound in as well. I think a lot of people would want to do that. And that's exactly how a lot of you know pension plans work. So if your employer offers that and you're not, paying in some extra contributions you are effectively missing out on that that matched funding yeah so ba- basically that's really really important isn't it really really important and uh, you know if if someone was offering to match your savings you'd jump at that wouldn't you absolutely jump at it and uh, um there are many employers who who will if it's for your pension who will match it and that's amazing if you say five percent matched with five percent for hsbc but there are other employees who do it as well um and the, I mean, and I guess the thing really is that once you retire, um, you you lose options for earning more money. As you were saying, um, when, when when you're worth of working age, you can cho- choose to work extra hours. You can do overtime. You can get a second job. But once you're retired, you're on that fixed income at the moment of state pension, ten thousand pounds a year. It's not a lot. You can't do much on that, can you? Um, and yet, some of the things that you'll have to pay for will cost exactly the same whether or not you're retired. Um, so it's really the message, I guess, is it's really, really important to to plan early because it may seem a long way off, but sure as night follows day it will come yeah 100 percent. and you know as we said we we hope that you know we retire and then have you know decades of life left and and that's a reality that as we said wasn't the case you know a few generations ago but mm. you start to think about you know i want for, for for years after i retire i'd love to go on holidays yeah i'd like to have a car you know i'd like to be able to you know do some extra exciting things not just pay my bills and you know i guess when you start to think about it yes i'd hope my mortgage stops my travel pay will reduce i'll probably not be going out you know quite as much but you know equally i'll have more time and i'll yeah. want to fill that time with doing things so it really is you know like a long-term savings account to start paying for stuff and as we, as we said the benefit um of, of of your pension is that that money you put in is going to be invested and we'll have the chance to to grow and grow and grow over years so you know you can pay in now early for something that in 50 years time will then become a much bigger pot for you and will fund your lifestyle in retirement um mm. because for most people I don't know about you for most people if my salary stopped tomorrow and i just had ten thousand pounds that would basically cut out any any wants any social life any holidays mm. um so this is this is my way of saving so that in my retirement i can do some things i want to do um and and and, and not just pay bills or, or be forced into selling my house george where can we find out some more information uh, on on pension planning right so look there's loads of generic stuff and most of what we talked about today you'll find online the things i've talked about you know paying as much in as soon as you can and 
the rough rule of thumb of divide your age, age by two and pay that percentage in. All of that stuff you can find online. So there'll be loads of, you know, money advice websites, you know, pension advice websites, and they'll give you all that guidance. But depending on your circumstances, this is one where, you know, some of the advice we give is just go online and have a look. With pensions, it might be worth sitting down with somebody and getting a, you know, a one-to-one review. Now, a lot of employers will offer that as part of a, a benefit package where you can review what you've got. Um, you know, if, if not, again, there'll be money advice. Um, you can look it up online. Somebody will offer you a free consultation. It's not something you should normally have to pay for. It should, should be able to get it for free, but might be worth doing. There's also often pension calculators. And again, most banks will offer them on the website and there'll be, you know, non non-banks that often on websites where you can type in your age type in you know if you've got a pension pot already and what the size of it is and it will then show you what sort of income that will give you by the time you retire so that's also a really cool thing to do just to see look have i got anything to worry about or am i actually doing the right thing already brilliant okay thanks george for that uh, really really good advice as ever um so yeah the message is uh, as soon as you can start paying into a pension do it younger the better and as much as you can afford george thank you so much good to talk to you we'll talk to you again next time thank you and happy valentine's day and of course a very happy birthday oh thank you very much thank you bye george (laughs) cheerio Bye. bye money matters on future radio supported by the aviva foundation